start a new work week. We'll start it right here, right now at 3.02 in the afternoon on the Monday, December 7th edition of the Lori and Julia Show. Hello, Let's- everybody. What's happening? Well, Rocco got a treat for me today. I made some cinnamon crumb cake cake yesterday, and Casey had had like a pretty big piece of it. And then this morning, he blamed the crumb cake for the back for the backache that he had and demanded that I get rid of it. Why well, don't no I have a crumb piece? Cake I have backache. a piece for you, you? Julia, but I wasn't sure if you were eating oh, sugar or whole not. My whole 30 went to whole 25 to whole 18 <laughs> to minus 10. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I love crumb cake. Wait, how does a crumb cake give a guy a backache? Oh, it's, he just he ate just, a huge piece. He procrastinates. He extrapolates and yeah, figures it, out a way. Okay. No. Mind you, his weekend claim to fame this weekend would be that he walked 27 miles or something like that. I oh. can't tell you how many times I went around the St. Thomas track with him. Oh. Not as many as he went. But. My word. Well, that's kind of nice that there's no snow right there, you know, for right now. Because people need to move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, so. it's good. Well, last I left you guys, we were talking about a chauffeur. 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 I was swearing, and apparently it went out on the podcast this weekend. Yep. Yep. So people know that you're the potty mouth of the group. Wow. And we learned what to do it when case that happens next time. Well, we knew. Julie and I did know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We just forgot. uh, You had a day off on Friday. And I forgot about it. You had three days off and you're just like, la, 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 I'm out of here, you guys. I was. (laughs) Totally forgot about the protocol. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Well, today is December 7th, of course. I had to look it up. Oh, Julie, it's the day which will live in infamy 74 years ago. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, which Mm -hmm. is what got the United States in into the war that they didn't want to get into, World, World War, War II. II. And uh, the Stars and Stripe on their Twitter feed, if you're interested in just watching um, the ceremony, it's uh, or you can go to the National Park Service page. Uh, it was this morning at uh, 7.50 a.m. And with the moment of silence five minutes later, and it, of course... The exact number of survivors is unclear, but there are two survivors of the USS Arizona, the ship most heavily hit that day. That is still on display in Pearl Harbor. That's right. And uh, so there Bubbling. are just two people that are is still alive from, from the USS Arizona. And then I think... How many years ago? 74. Wow. So next year will be the 75th anniversary of December 7th, 1941. And then... On Friday, German divers thought they found a typewriter in the Baltic Sea, and they found an Enigma machine that the Nazis threw off one of their U-boats. Really? Or it sunk in a U-boat attack, which was the encryption machine that the Nazis were... Using to communicate with To communicate, other. and it was made, if you saw that movie, The Imitation Game, with Benedict Cumberbatch. I never saw that. So good, uh, because he's got an incredible story. The guy who unlocked uh, Alan Turing, he unlocked the keys, the code, if you will, which um, helped uh, end end the war. Um, And there's, I don't know where, there might be an Enigma machine at the World War II Museum in New Orleans, but there definitely is one in the War Museum in Paris. 
which is like like we've been to that. Rock, remember when yeah. we went and went to Paris? Yeah, and the we first went, thing we did well, was go we, to the war. Where's the Enigma machine when you need it? Not <laughs> not to be confused with an iguana. It's an Enigma. The Enigma. But and let's says, get the chauffeur to drive us that's there. That's right. It's in, it's in the big people will often stumble on the war machine. I've never been to the war museum. It's where Napoleon is buried. And it's oh, this big, okay. beautiful... You, you've seen like, like uh, the, the photos the from photos the exterior of, of the building, but you just didn't know what it was. Yeah. The only thing, don't. Uh, Casey, I remember we were, uh, I've been to that museum a couple of times. The first time Casey and I went through, he's like, mm, by the way, the French look at this museum, you'd think they'd won World War II. <laughs> Oh, I love it. He oh, was yeah. not very happy oh, with the, the short um, shrift. I said, well, it is in France. And the he's flippers? Like, yeah. The old he, World War II flippers? Yeah, he's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm, the Allied flippers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, God, I, I love him that he can hold a grudge. Oh, yeah. That is something my older brother can do. He can do and he owns it. He owns it. I love I, it. My experience with the French is that they're very appreciative of what the Americans oh, did. Oh, yes. Very course, much so. But, yeah, but he just felt that the museum, he was just like, ah, oh, you know, come on. I said, well, Casey, you know, whatever. And then, It's in France, for crying out loud. They're going to feature their people. Right, got him a break. <laughs> it's their interpretation of the war. Well, did anyone have a weekend claim to fame that they would like to share with anybody? Anybody? Well, I, I do. I supported some uh, small businesses uh, in the liquor category this oh, weekend. Okay. I went to the Lawless Distillery and bought a, a nice present for a friend. Mm-hmm. And then I bought cocktail kits from Young Joni and from Hi Hi. Yes. And uh, so that's fun. We did the the Young Joni one. It was a cider-based one. Uh, so we had that. That was kind of hot cider. And then I'm saving. I'm going to make the Hi Hi one this week. It's a slushy. Oh, fun. Oh, so do you, we're supposed is, to put it, in a blender. Is it just H-I-H-I? Or? H-A-I-H-A-I. H-A-I. Um, it's the it's the old uh, Double Deuce in Northeast, oh my God. Um, which was a strip club, and yeah. now it's a, like a kind of a high-end uh, artsy Vietnamese place. But um, Oh. Yeah, so get out there and support your I supported I supported alcohol. I supported <laughs> alcohol, too, and I supported two restaurants because I told Casey on the weekends it's only takeout. I love that idea. Yeah. I, I yeah. And I, both places we went to were like, oh, yeah, we're hurting. Oh, of course they are. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I was in. I was at the cabin all weekend, and I was just in the Northwoods loving life. Yeah. So nice. So and, grateful to have that. Yeah, I mean, no my goodness. Those I, cabins are selling for, like, tr- so much more than their value right now. Really? It's unbelievable. People can't travel, so people are wanting to have a vacation spot mm-hmm. close enough to home that you can run out, you know. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what I did. That's what you did. I, did um, I read a great book, the gal that sent us the project, the cute book with the keychain. Keychain, the key old chain. fashioned hotel motel keychain, key the plastic keychain. No, I know why she sent that plastic okay. keychain, and I tweeted her yesterday, Stacy, and uh, it was so. It was a perfect weekend read. It was romantic, but it was. Uh, Modern. It had a sweet angle to it. It made me cry. Tell everyone the name again. It's called the project. So I'm the sure project. we're going to have her on because right. I promised her that we would. And then uh, she might have to. Yeah. I also we're watched so- while Casey was watching the Vikings. I watched Anti Mame with Rosalind oh, Russell. It's the best. It's the best. I, that, I love those th- movies. Both of them. I love the Lucille Ball one, and I love the Rosalind oh. Russell. 
the clothes oh, that she wears, man. the zippy one-liners. It was just oh. kind of that's. I'm going to watch one old movie a week. Last week, which was is going to be like our next story. I watched A League of Their Own. And, oh yeah, you love that. And that was so fun to watch again. And then kind of a bittersweet thing because somebody has passed away. Yes, they are. We're going to have that story when we come back. But Lori, but- do you not love Rocco? If you've never watched Mame, either of them, they're both. Yeah, I guess it's I called Mame, not yeah. It's a musical, right? Right, but the mm-hmm. one. Rosam Russell was not it's a not a musical, but they sing in it. Okay, gotcha. Um Just the Lucille Ball one is hysterical too. Yeah. And people always had an affinity to the Rosam Russell one, but I grew up with the Lucille Ball one. Got it. And love them both, but they're both so outrageously, deliciously fabulous aunties of and this little boy Peter. And Mame is considered a Christmas movie. It totally, because mm. we need a little Christmas yes, right this very yes, moment. Yes, I know that song. Yeah, so it was. It's playing like all week on, on um, Turner Classic or not something. Turner Classic. There's that new movie channel like there's a new tv channel that plays the jefferson and all these 70 things called oh, start tv start start, start. tv okay. and then it's like me hollywood it's like in your basic hollywood it, package but oh i see on cable okay, on gotcha. cable yeah but so it wasn't even on turner classic movies Joyce. right okay i watched the first ep- edition of the christmas Con- chronicles from last year with kurt russell oh yeah yeah Cute. last night with my son and his yeah. girlfriend oh cute movie he makes a great Santa. It's, have you seen it? No. It's it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's such a good message and a good movie. Now you got the second one to watch. I know. Goldie. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Sad news. We've lost another one in 2020. Uh-huh. This uh, guy, David Lander, a.k.a. Squiggy, from Laverne and Shirley, uh, but COVID didn't get him. He passed away at the age of 72. Here's um, the Today Show, Joe Fryer, taking a look at his life. The show ran eight seasons on ABC from 1976 to 83, making Lenny and Squiggy household names, creating a cult following, spawning a line of Squiggy dolls, lunchboxes, even an album. Night after night, but only for a while. Night after night, whoa. find me someone new. But Andrew Squigman was a character, Lander. Wasn't all that fun. Oh, I hated him. I mean, it was a fun character to do, but, uh, I mean, he's based on a real person, as is Lenny. And both Michael and I did not like the people that we were basing it on. Lander, who was born in Brooklyn, amassed 120 movie and TV credits. Aside from Laverne and Shirley, he was best known for his work raising awareness and money for multiple sclerosis research. He was diagnosed in 1984, but kept it a secret until 1999, fearing he would be rejected by Hollywood. I told my wife, let's keep it a secret, and or lie about it, if you will, or be in denial. In the dark days when I was diagnosed, there was nothing you could do about it. Cross Hollywood, Lander is remembered warmly. Henry Winkler tweeted, David, rest soundly. You have earned your peace. The man who played Lenny, Michael McKean, posted this photo of the duo, tweeting, this is a loss shared by all of us. If he made you laugh, he was your friend, too. And he did. He, oh, they were so, so funny. funny. And Laverne and Shirley. Loved they were a, a real highlight. And Michael McKean and uh, David Lander, who played Squiggy, and Len- they they had were, they had met each other in college. And this was like, I guess they were, 
I feel like Donnie told us this. They were like, they did comedy albums and they kind of had this whole skit. We talked all about, they went to Carnegie Mellon, didn't they, or something? Something I like think that, so. but they knew each other and they yep. came up with this whole thing. And um, and it was based on people that they knew. Yeah, I never knew that. And then they started to feel bad about it. Uh, well, I mean. Not that. Not, yeah. I don't think so. But um, uh, Squiggy, uh, David Lander. You nailed it on Carnegie Mellon, by the, the way. Very Julia. good, Julia. You pulled that one out of your good memory. Listen, sometimes. They were, yeah. in a, they were in a comedy group, The Credibility Gap, with Harry Shearer. Yes. And Ooh. as you know, Michael McKeon went on to do Spinal Tap with Harry Shearer. Right. And Christopher Guest. Who, I, oh, okay. Harry Shearer was that judge on that one sitcom. He I can a lot of, uh, He was on Saturday Night Live for yeah, a while back SNL. in the okay. Bell Crystal years. And, Michael and he does McKean, a lot of voices on Simpsons. And Michael McKean is also, you know, in um, plays, what's his name? He's his brother, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's great. I oh, think, so yeah. good in that character. But uh, David, a.k.a. Squiggy, he was, remember, Penny Marshall cast him as the baseball announcer in a league of our own, and he's so great in it. Is that, was that before or after? That would have been after Laverne Shirley because she was directing. But he was an incredible and real-life baseball man who was a scout for the Seattle Mariners for a period of time. Right. He really knew his baseball. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And you know, Laverne Shirley is kind of hard to find. It doesn't stream very many places. It's so hard to find. But you know where it is. It's on Pluto. And there's on Pluto, there's a Happy Days channel. And it's not all Happy Days. It's mostly Happy Days, but then it's also Laverne and Shirley and Morgan Mindy, which was a spinoff. But yeah, that's a good place to check out Laverne and Shirley is on Pluto. Okay. Pluto, and, gosh, yeah, all, these all these networks. I know you said you like Pluto, and then yeah. Lori just told us about Start or Start TV. Start TV. Yeah, I got to find that one. And too. I'm just reading an and email. Friends about- is on all the time on Channel 45. True. Love Friends. Yeah, that one. It's that on one all is the time. so funny. And then, um, so anyway, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, well, and even I read so something funny. else about him is that he said MS was so unknown when he was first diagnosed with it um, that. There's it was no more comfortable to be called an alcoholic because sometimes he had shaky movements or behavior right. and it was more, I, for him, it was more comfortable and he didn't care that. Hey, it's Mike and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We are all busy and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
people said he was an alcoholic or wow. something because Hollywood was more forgiving of alcoholism oh, than MS. Gosh. And really, the only person we knew with MS at the time was Terry Garr and Annette Funicello. And that was after 1984. Of course. But yeah. I mean, those were kind of like Annette Funicello. Because remember, she died twice on our show. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Margo, do you remember that? I do. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're like, sad news today. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like us saying today, sad news. Oh. Uh, Oh, Charles Schultz anyway. has passed away. Yeah, <laughs> we were so bad. <laughs> anyway, that was just kind of uh, like it was fun. They were showing a lot of clips and a lot of remembrances, and of course, Twitter. That silly slap comes out. Sick stuff was funny too. When they burst in, hi. I know it was. It was very funny. <laughs> and then Wendy Wendy Williams today comes out on her show, and she said her mommy. She always calls her mom mommy, which. I always did each their own. I know it always sounds weird to me. Because Papa, you know, George Clooney's kids call him Puppy. Puppy. Papa. Papa. That's very Italian. Yeah, but there's people who call a lot of different. Yeah, I know. But anyway, your your parents called each other Booby and Weenie. Weenie. I know. So So, I shouldn't have judged you. Really, I'm really curious on this. But she said her mommy passed away many, 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 many weeks ago oh and um she's just able to talk about it now maybe well, and not be able to burst out into tears and possibly because she always it. talked about her mom and dad she always loved her parents her, like loved spending time in florida with them yeah, love love loved surely her name was so, so maybe you don't you know it's not easy to talk about absolutely. someone's passing that right. is such a big part of your life and yeah, maybe she, it just took her time. She didn't say the cause of death. She just said it was many, many, many weeks ago. She's lost track of the time. All I know, it was a long time ago. Well, I remember Wendy at least talking about her mom in like August. You do? She talked about how they canceled their Jersey Shore beach trip, their annual trip that they did yeah, as a family yeah, with yeah. her boy, Kevin. And she just said she didn't suffer and thank God. And so I it was kind of like that. And then the other news, of just we'll keep it in the death thing, well, is, this is so good. Bobby Thomas, you know, who always did the makeup things for the Today Show and fashion. Her husband had a stroke last year at the age of 40 and he just now has uh, passed away from complications from this stroke. I wondered where she'd been. She had Lori, been on the Today Show. Such I have a to, sad story. I have to read something to you. Because it was um, probably, I felt like this was the saddest thing I read. But also, here's what about she About Bobby? Yeah, about Bobby. Because we, we're Today Show fans and we, we know are. who she is. And mm-hmm. She said, um, she posted on Instagram about her husband's death, and they have a five-year-old son, Miles. Oh, my God. And she's asking for followers to hold on to what you do have right now instead, instead of, of focusing on what you don't. Good. One thing we all have is kindness. Oh, wow. Absorb it, extend it, exhaust it. Because she's... in the end, the only thing that matters is love. Well, you do hear people bitching about a lot of minor things. Mm-hmm. You know? And you just are kind of like, that really puts it in this perspective. Did, and it was so sad. And, and he was co- kind of recovering, but then, because um, he couldn't even walk after yeah, yeah, his yeah. stroke. And no, he was she... starting to walk assisted again. Oh. But then his, his organs just kind of all failed. Oh, he was only so 40. Sad. That was sad. Yeah, really. Yeah, just people dying too young, people. All right, well, um, we're going to switch gears when we come back. This show came roaring back this weekend. Maybe one of the best episodes of 2020. We'll be right back. 
Well, Mariah's uh, Christmas special debuted on Apple Plus. I did not have a chance to watch it, but it, we did listen to the song that you know Jay had and Ariana. And was it good? Yeah, you were here. I was. I thought we it played was, it Thursday. It must have been on Friday. Maybe I don't Friday. Remember it at yeah, all. they did a remake like, of Oh Santa. It's oh, really, yeah, okay. it's kind of cute. So good, good reviews. And Mariah also letting us know, you know, her book is being workshopped or whatever you call it for the big screen. Well, yeah. why not? Yeah, why people not? People want to hear people's stories. Um, so she S- would have a good one. Yeah, so SNL was this weekend. Jason Bateman was the host. Morgan Wallen, the country guy who got uninvited for breaking COVID protocol, was the musical guest. Right. And I have to say, I think it was um, one of the best uh, episodes besides the Adele episode. Jason was just, he's a steady Eddie at the helm. And Cecily Strong was back. And Pete Davidson. She was hysterical. She was hysterical. And I know a lot of people get mad over the period sketches anytime if anyone does a sketch. But that was basically, they've done that sketch before about the sleepover, the girls in the basement, the dad comes down. Oh, yeah. And he's like, somebody left a big, huge period stain on mm-hmm. the car. I was that was hysterical. And put the and put the um, cushion into the washer washing machine, and I then mean, tried to put it in the and dryer. Then Kate McKinnon comes down with feathers and so. I mean, I was laughing was. so hard. Don't you remember though? I mean, because I feel like it's changed. Because um, when we grew up, I mean, I would never talk. You know, I remember my mom saying, "We're going to have to have the talk." Yeah, something, your little friend. No, something. Yeah, talk about your little friend yeah. that might be paying a visit. Something's gonna happen, happen to you, and you want to talk to me when it does. And I'm like, geez, Louise. I mean, and there were no books except for "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret." Yeah, that was our only book well, in the class that you took. But in I fifth never, grade. I didn't. I went to Catholic schools. Oh, I so never saw those class. damn classes, yeah. and so I just was like, oh, I. And then I would hear the next generation, like my brothers talk to their daughters about their period, like it's no big deal, get, go get your tampons. And I would just remember being so mortified at times of change. But yeah. that, it just sets in, watching having the dad talk to the teenage It was, girls. I thought it was, was so funny. funny. I thought the Morgan Wallen skit, making fun of the COVID thing and being at the bar and wearing the same outfit. And damn if that Morgan Wallen doesn't have a mullet. Oh, honey, and he's got a good voice, though. Yeah, but he yes. has a mullet. Mm-hmm. He looks like he dropped out of 1984. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But um, anyway, so Jason Bateman, I just thought he was so fun. Cecily Strong, I don't know where she's been, but she played the kooky woman, the blonde woman who was next to Giuliani at some thing. Anyway, she was very spoofable, and as soon as that hearing happened, people were like, I thought it would be Kate McKinnon. I always forget so she I. plays Giuliani. Giuliani. So Cecily Strong was back. She was very, very good. This uh, skit made me laugh. Um, Christmas, because it was also cute, the Christmas conversation. And at the end of the skit, SNL like said, we know this is going to be a hard Christmas for everyone. Uh, stay safe, wear a mask, and happy holidays. It was kind of sweet, but I just thought it's five different girls Calling their, their parents, parents, played by different people, to telling them they're not coming, coming home, home for, for Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I guess since you won't be coming, I'll just throw your stocking in the fire. Mom? I just don't think it's safe. Okay. Let's talk about this later. When? When you've changed your damn mind. That's when you can come at home. I just don't think it makes sense for me to travel right now. If you don't love me, Marie, just say so. Oh my God, Mom! I didn't raise a coward. I uh, totally agree about Christmas. But I do need you to come home tonight. 
there has been an emergency. Because I actually put all your old stuff in bags, and I'll need you to tell me what to donate. So what about your first christening dress? Is this a keep, or...? You know, your mother really misses you, right? I know, Dad. Are you not getting that? I know. I know. Is your heart not working, baby? This is your mother here. I can tell. Oh, my God. Look at that. Your first track meet. Remember how fast you were? How fast you were when you ran away from me halfway across the country to Chicago? And should I get rid of it? Great. We're being safe. We're even quarantining in different rooms. What? Why? For safety. Hi, sweetie. Your daughter has decided not to come home for Christmas this year. Oh, that's okay. We're going to miss you, pumpkin. No, it's not okay, Ray. Uh, no, it's not okay, and you need to come home. <laughs> it was, it was. And I just thought, you know, because I mean, like my, this is, it could be my dad. Like, because when I told him that Thanksgiving, and I told him at like a month, maybe six weeks before Thanksgiving, dad, I won't it's be. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, um, oh boy, you know, the only thing I got from him was. Didn't say anything on Thanksgiving. He kind of grumped about it when I told him. But then the day after Thanksgiving, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm doing what you should be doing with me, shopping. Because you guys would always shop Black Friday. And I'm like, Dad, what yeah. are you doing going out shopping? You're 78. You just, you've got, you know, bladder cancer. You're taking chemo. Right. Stay the hell home. He can't. I can't get my dad to stay home. But anyway, I'm going to be having probably the Christmas conversation. Well, everyone's already. I feel like I already had it with my mom today. Yeah. Yeah. But She's already like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And I'm like. She didn't say, you know, what should I do with your Christmas decoration? Well, <laughs> so that's because. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I'm throwing it out. Anyway, and then Pete Davidson, he did a great uh, SNL parody of the Eminem video. Eminem himself shows up. How with, did he look? I didn't see well, that. It looked like he had. Did you watch that uh, clip, Rocco? No. Did he look full or did he look cute? No, I would say he looked like he had Ron Popeil spray on hair and beard. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so I don't know if he was like they put him in hair for the sake of the skit because it almost kind of looks like he's like in an infomercial. Oh, and you know it. how those people always had crisp looking oh, hair and beard? Oh, to Pete. Anyway, and always a funny color. Uh, I, Pete Davidson really was, uh, it was called Stew, and it was basically a mirroring of the Slim Shady video. I love that. It was so, so good. And then he also, on Weekend Update, you know, had a very funny tirade about Staten Island. Now he's not the first thing that comes to mind because apparently there's some bar in Staten Island which has the highest COVID Oh, of any place in all of New York State won't uh, close. And it's full of people and he keeps getting arrested. And so Pete... Yeah, the bar owner like ran into a sheriff's car or something. I yeah. saw that. I didn't no, know why that was going they, on. Yeah, they've gone crazy. So anyway, he had a very... Um, and and called people what they are, lockdown babies. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, where about the mask? People being such big babies. Everyone wears a mask. I don't know that. Are people Julia still people, babies about no, the damn mask? No, you were wrong about that. Everyone oh. is not wearing masks. That's why that's it's a problem. So, yeah, no, Julia, every, you, everyone you know is wearing a mask and all of that. But, yeah, unfortunately, we have a lot of, well, Pete called it, and I second it, lockdown babies. There you go. You know, just wear the mask. It's so easy. My God. Think of the f- sanitary pads young women had to wear in the uh, 50s, 60s, and 70s uh, before, you know, slim and trim things were made. I mean, you, it's just such a ridiculous thing to get, you know, worked up about 
<laughs> you know what? Is a good you like, PSA I, right there. I have to you admit, like that yeah. that, you have no idea what it was like to walk around with basically a um, diaper a, between, a diaper your, between leg. your legs. That's how big the maxi pads And then there were. was the belt. They were modus. And then there was the belt yeah. that you had to use. Julia, I was so late to getting my period. I think the trauma of moving from Japan back to the United States, like it reset my clock. So here I am in ninth grade. I still haven't had my period yet, and I finally get it in ninth grade in Michigan in winter. I just hate this stupid town and military base. We've heard that. Yeah, and there's, uh, it's like, I don't know, my dad was somewhere, and we just had one car. He was probably bartending. That was his side job at the NCO club. I had to, honestly, my mom folded up one of my brother's diapers. (laughs) (laughs) And that was my first experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mom, I can't wear that. And she's like, well, we don't have a way to go to the store. And she folded it up mm-hmm. and I stuck it in my pants. And I just, I think I went and laid down and just. You were like so worried someone could see it from oh, the yeah. back oh. because your butt crack was straight across. I mean, because it literally would ride up so yeah. high. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. literally, Rocco, it was like, like yeah. Lori's saying, having a diaper. I'm talking yeah. before they had absorbent diapers, the big old bad boys. It was a cloth diaper. Oh, oh, oh yes. Julia, I'm ish. telling you, maybe this is also a reason why I've steered away from babies. I love this. Because she already had experience with diapers because once. Because I had to change <laughs> my brother's cloth diapers and other babies of that era. And if they pooped, you had to sw- go swoosh them to get the poop out in the toilet. And it was traumatic. <laughs> and I hated be. babysitting for that reason. And I kind of hated kids for that reason. Pooping and then having to well, do you were that. so old when your brother was born. So you like had a baby and night. What? How old were you? What grade? I was eleven. So what I was grade in, is that? Sixth grade, seventh grade, uh, sixth grade, I guess. Yeah, fifth, sixth grade. So yeah, I was already beat. My mom was already shoveling me out to her. You know, other military wives who also had husbands with two or three stripes. Stripes, and I'm baby babysitting for you know, like fifty cents an hour. Well, yeah. I got a dollar. Dollar. Yeah, I did move up to a dollar, Julia. I, I told my mom I couldn't I'll take never the humiliation. When my sister called me one time, she goes, okay, so we're going to find the super nanny, but they're up to $15 an hour now. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But now they're way even above that. No, this they, is we years paid, ago. Ch- we, paid, we paid children nothing to babysit our children. We did. Because what, because what value was there? By the time Nikki <laughs> became Casey's daughter, old enough to be babysitter, mm-hmm. Casey in fifth grade enrolled her at a program at St. It's babysitting school. Yeah. My kids went to it. Yeah, yeah, It's a safety thing, too. A safety thing. You learn how to do first aid and take care of an egg. But then she became coveted in the neighborhood, and she had a full slate of babysitting jobs because between Casey being a firefighter and the girl having gone to that class, they were like, oh, this is the babysitter number one on the list to call. And she did dishes. That was my advice. If you want to be asked back, clean up. Absolutely. That was my best babysitting advice, right? Did you ever have a babysitter outside of your family for Bruno? 
You know, funny, we never really did. I was just thinking that. I bet you didn't. Because your mom was around. That's so nice. And your mom's pretty young, isn't she? Yeah, she's all right. She's 72 or something. Oh, Oh, my gosh. She's so young. Yeah, let's let's keep that at the young side. (laughs) So in conclusion, wear your mask. Wear your mask. There you go. Lockdown babies. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. Oh, my gosh. She might have been a mean lady to us in studio, but she is going out, queen of Twitter, Amazing, unbelievable. We'll be right back. Is anybody going to watch The Grinch, I am. the musical? With I am, the, oh, with are? Matthew okay. Morrison. Yeah, who's okay. Matthew Morrison? Was he from Glee, Glee. or something? Okay. Yeah, and he actually, they did a little story in it. I don't know what show it was on today. Oh, I fast-forwarded through that. I couldn't. I mean, when, when she said to him, are you so excited to be playing this iconic Broadway character? I spit out my coffee because as far as I'm concerned... Mr. Grinch is not an iconic no. Broadway character. Did, but didn't the Grinch who stole Christmas, wasn't it a Broadway play? It's At Dr. Point, Seuss. Oh, I know, but I was thinking it might have been made into a play later. A it was a TV show. show. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost spit out I my know, coffee. I know, because it was like she was stretching. I mean, that is... And then how do you answer that? He he was very cool. He goes, I'm thrilled to be playing an iconic character. He ended it where... It, Okay, should so, have been, and because I'm just like I really don't think of Mr. Grinch as that. This is the no. Broadway. Oh my gosh, you know. All right, so we got everything reset in here, Rocco. Someone switched around monitors and keyboards, and all this crazy stuff happened in here this weekend. We don't know what goes on in the weekend. Yeah, how okay. do people know how to switch? I don't know. Entire Julia has my monitor, and I have hers, and we don't have any of our stuff, and we don't know what we're doing. Of course. That's a new one, Laurie. That's not even mine. Um, So, anywho, we we can't remember our Facebook password. Yeah, that's a big problem. No, it's not a problem. Okay, so Dionne Warwick. I mean, honestly, just call her. Happy Pants herself. She is the new queen of Twitter. And she. Is that what we're calling her? Julia, that is what the internet is calling her. Do we believe everything the internet says, Laura? Yes, because we're watching her actual tweets. And Rocco, if you can go to Dion's Twitter page right now, Mm -hmm. because she does answer the burning question. So this started. um, Oh, I have the the audio you asked me for. Oh, okay. So she, you know, I say, little prayer she's 80 years old you know Mm -hmm. um that's what friends are for she's cousins to whitney houston i mean not her aunt not her aunt and she was in studio with us and julia got off on the wrong foot with him huge huge huge. do you know the way to say and i just decided that like what by the time she met us we were like the eighty thousand stupidest people that she's (laughs) had to meet and that's why she had the attitude when you that because that's probably eighty thousand million times she's I love been that told. I always get blamed for well, because you're the blame day on Julia. You introduced her as as Whitney Houston's, Houston's aunt. aunt, and she oh, right away. I mean, sensitive she, sissy, but she really wasn't having it. Yeah, and then we couldn't recover. No, we couldn't. And then we got afraid of her. Not even close. She was like excessively tweeting over the weekend and she was so funny. I mean, she and Dan Rather, he's the king of Twitter as far as I'm concerned. She And she's, I mean, she has been funny. We've followed her before, but anyway, Saturday night, she aired some things. Here's what she said. Hi, at Chance the Rapper. If you are very obviously a rapper, why did you put it in your stage name? I cannot stop thinking about this. 
This and, is a good way to get people to pay attention to you, though. It's kind of an interesting strategy well, if you wanted to then, get someone to respond. Then she tweeted, um, like three minutes after that, I am Dion the singer. <laughs> and then, I mean, really, then she said, hi, um, then she said, the weekend is next. This is like a half hour after that second tweet. The weekend is next. Why? It's not even spelled correctly. It isn't. Right? And then at the weekend. But I mean, the yes. pun on the weekend and all of that. And then and then she, one minute later, if you have the in in your name, I'm coming for you. I need answers today. And people were just cracking up. Chance the rapper responded, I'm so honored you know who I am. Yes. The weekend thought it was funny. And then someone just tweeted her uh, as soon as this quarantine is over, I'm taking your phone away from you. Time to go back to a flip phone. And she responded to this person, Good luck getting into my key with my house without a working key. And I mean, she just was hysterical. So then of course people are wondering, is this has been so funny, so savage, so shady, just so great. She tweeted Taylor Swift. I hope you're having a great Sunday. And Taylor saw it, and she's like, "Oh my God, I love you." And I mean, it, it's an it, interesting strategy. Well, here's what Miss Warwick has to say. Okay. When people were thinking she might not be doing the tweeting, and she found out about Twitter Stories today, or whatever. You call all right. It. Well, hello, <laughs> and this is for all of you tweeters. <laughs> who have decided that I'm not tweeting my own stuff to you. I want you to know I am, and I'm getting a very, very, very good at it. <laughs> you see, I have a wonderful niece. Her name is Brittany. And she oh. said, Aunt Dion, you'll have a lot of fun if you get on this with me. I said, okay, teach me how to do it. And she did, and I am doing it. So that should quell all of you naysayers. And if it doesn't, deal with it. Okay. So her niece, died in 2014. No, no, no. But no, Brittany, oh. her niece, Brittany, okay. her 30 year old niece, Brittany. Oh. Okay. So <laughs> thinking of her cousin out your ears. <laughs> like, wait and say Brittany, yeah, Brittany died. Houston's you, not helping. You're yeah. six years late yeah, to that yeah, no, one. Brittany. So and here's the thing. <laughs> I can just see Brittany. Ears. <laughs> Brittany, who's like, you I know, don't do Lori. And Dion, you're so funny. All you have to do is say what you're saying and just and throw it tweet, out there right. and just throw it out there all this stuff that you wonder about because she is 80 years old and you don't you have zero f's to give and you do it like i tried to get my mom to tweet because she has funny one liners snarky yeah your mom is snarky, snarky that is perfect but she, shade of Twitter. Yeah. And um, I tried to get her to do it, but I don't know. She she didn't stick with it. But Dion is having fun with it. Right. And so I just absolutely love it. And she just sounds cranky. Oh, I was her just going to say, just voice. hearing her voice, I'm like, oh. No, it's, I know it's, it's removing a your shame, you know. But oh, I love it that it's <laughs> my shame. You were with me. I know, but you introduced her oh, and you said it. And then it. neither one of us knew how to get on her good side, which we weren't sure she was in because it almost looked like she was getting dragged in here. She did not look she happy. She didn't look like happy with <laughs> us. That she even had to be on our show. Yeah, yeah. No, she wasn't. She's done 80,000 million of the interviews, whatever. And then we immediately, there I said we, immediately <laughs> um, 
get the info wrong about her. But I, I just I loved it that you included yourself in that. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. So, I just took 12 sips of water because I was getting the hiccups uh-oh. again. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so yeah, Dion's earned the right to be a diva. I mean, people have oh. tweeted her things like, do you know the way to San, San Jose? Jose? And she tweet, tweeted back, actually, I don't. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom sang that song my whole life. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, that's kind of fun. That's fun that she's doing that. Yeah. Then someone tweeted her, I'll never fall in love again. She wrote back, oh, come on. There are plenty of other fish in the sea unless you are the President Macron, of course. I mean, she's just salty. This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.